I'm Amber Peterson, and you're listening to Mamas and Money, Episode 69, Overcoming Money Trauma with Erin Anderson. Did you know that creating confidence with your money will change your life? My name is Amber Peterson. I'm a mother, licensed financial professional, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you're ready, let's take this journey together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mamas and Money. We are so thrilled that you are here today. I have such a sweetheart as a guest today. Her name is Erin Anderson. She is amazing. I'm going to tell you a little bit about her, and then we're going to dive into our awesome topic today of overcoming money trauma. So I'm so excited to talk about this. And just a little bit more about Erin. Erin Anderson is a betrayal trauma coach and has been coaching women and recently men through the pain that betrayal can create for the last 10 years. She has created the Unashamed programs where she teaches how to feel confident in yourself, your decisions, your boundaries, and your life. That includes money. And I love that because we're all here about creating confidence. And so welcome, Erin, to the program. Thanks for having me, Amber. I'm really excited. Yay, me too. I think this is such an important topic and one that is talked about very often or very openly because there is a lot of heavy feelings that can come along with money Mm -hmm. and especially with that word trauma. So before we dive right into that, though, I'd love to know how you got to this space and how you're helping your clients in that realm. Yeah. So it's kind of a long story. Like, just suffice it to say that I've had a ton of past trauma from childhood to marital uh, business, colleagues, you know, you name it. I've had a lot of trauma thrown my direction in a sense, right? And uh, for the longest time, I used to think to myself that, man, there must be something really wrong with me. Some Like I'm broken. What is wrong with me that everybody would treat me this way? And all of these just kind of really negative thoughts. But at that time, too, um, I was also really, really struggling with money. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And in that amount of time, I never really considered like the correlation between the two. But now, you know, that I've really, really worked on my confidence and I've worked on myself and, and my mindset and set some really, really awesome, solid boundaries. Um, you know, my husband and I were actually talking about this last night about how um, I don't allow people to disrespect me because I don't allow myself to disrespect me, right? And how because of that, I've created some amazing relationships. And it's through relationships really, really amazing, solid relationships that we actually create money. And if you consider that for a second, anytime you've received money, it's always come from another person's bank account. Mm -hmm. Even if you say Mm -hmm. it's like, uh, you know, it was, I I was working and I maybe was, you know, doing tables and passing out people food. I was waitressing, stuff like that. That still came from an employer's bank account to pay you for your services right? It still comes from some sort of a relationship. And so if we feel like our relationships aren't good, most likely we have a pretty traumatic money story. Yeah. And I think too, the story that we tell ourselves when we're in that space can be incredibly negative. Mm. 
you know, that we're telling ourselves, well, we're not good with money or money just doesn't work out for us or that we can't figure out it's too complicated or saying, you know, we're just not good enough, you know, with money. And so I think that adds to the trauma and it keeps us feeling stuck when we tell ourselves this very negative story around money. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. You know, I'm going to say another really interesting correlation too is as I've been coaching men through trauma and a lot of these men also struggle with like porn addictions. They also have just a really, really negative money story in their minds as well. And I've really, it's, it's really been an interesting thing to watch as people change those stories about themselves Mm -hmm. and how I love myself. I've got my back. I'm respectful towards myself and I don't allow other people to disrespect me all of the sudden. And it's, it's been really interesting. It's really cool. Their money story really, really changes. I I'm thinking about uh, a couple that I coached uh, not too long ago and they were really struggling with some of these dynamics where she had a lot of anxiety, a lot of trauma. He was struggling with pornography and some addictive habits and their communication wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In three months, she she was off of anxiety medication. She was creating more in her business. He had a job promotion and I wasn't even coaching anything about money. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and in three months time, they had increased their income by like $2,000. And I'm just sitting there like, it's so cool. I'm like, and I hadn't even taught to the, like talk to them about money. And it's just, I see this result consistently over and over and over again from people shifting out of trauma into, I love myself. I've got my back. People don't disrespect me. I don't disrespect myself. And now, almost a year later, after they started coaching with me, they're creating more and more income. It's like three or four thousand dollars more a month at this point. And it's just like it's the coolest thing to watch as people heal what happens to them on a financial basis. You know that you bring up such an interesting point because sometimes I think we look at the problem and we think, okay, what can we do to solve this? So if it's a money issue, if maybe not enough money is coming in, we're like, okay, what can we do to bring in more income? But maybe that's not what is always the issue to be focusing on. You talked about relationships. You talked about building up your own self-worth or knowing your own self-worth because we already come with our value 100% intact. But the way we treat ourselves or the relationships that we have, when those are healed, then it can translate into solving the other maybe issues or problems that we have. And you mentioned specifically money, that when they were healing in these other areas, it trickled into helping them generate more income. So I'm curious too, especially for those that are listening or watching, how do you recognize maybe when this is a problem for you, that maybe you have something in your life that's holding you back? And then what are some steps they can do to help them move through that to help them create more? Oh, I love that. So number one, I think it's really important to understand that money usually comes down to some sort of emotional hang up or emotional powerhouse, Mm. honestly. And we get into like strengths and weaknesses when we answer this question. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think back to my own story again. There was a time um, in my life where I was really, really, really behind on some pretty significant bills. And I had in the upwards of like, I want to say $15,000 worth of debt, which, you know, granted, 
probably isn't a lot to a lot of people, but when you're only bringing in maybe like $500 a month and out of that $500, you have $5 that you put into savings, <laughs> right? It can feel a bit overwhelming. It feels bigger than you, mm-hmm. right? And I remember panicking about this and what do I get? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I got to take care of this and blah, 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 you know? And I remember one of my coaches saying to me one time, are you actually creating more when you're panicking? Mm-hmm. Right. And the idea was, well, no. And she's like, so what's the point of the panic? Mm-hmm. Yes, that debt was there. Yes, that was major. That was the circumstance, right? And the circumstance was I was only making $500 a month. But my thoughts around the circumstances, what was it was what was hindering me from getting the results I wanted. Yes, 100%. Right? Mm-hmm. And that panic was trying to tell me something. See, if we look at emotions and we we consider them as our friend, we consider them as our mentors, we consider them as something that we can actually learn from, we can actually take a look at what some of our thoughts are that might not be true, mm-hmm. such as, I can't make it, I can't do it, I can't, I can't, I can't. How am I? And like, I was freaking out. Yeah. Because I had so many negative thoughts coming into my head all once. And my panic was trying to alert me to that, trying to tell me, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's clear the board. Okay. There's no space in here to try to get into creation. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And in your, when you're panicking, you cannot focus on service. You can't do that. You cannot focus on what you're good at. Yes. And see, this is the thing that a lot of people, I think, struggle with and when it comes to money is they think that, oh, well, I have to go out and get three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine jobs, right? Sell my one arm and two legs and, you know, <laughs> I'll be okay after that. They'll, they'll regrow, right? It's all good. And we get into that kind of a mindset instead of looking in deeper and saying, hold on a second, what am I really, really good at? Like, what are some amazing things that I have done? What are some stories I could tell? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I look back throughout my journey, obviously, coaching trauma. That's a major thing. A lot of people need that. Mm-hmm. And people will pay to get the same results that I have. That's one of the that's one of the ways I met that demand. But I also look at some of the other things I can do. I, I went to school to become a teacher, and I'm really, really good at it. I can teach other women how to build online teaching businesses with their niches. Like, if they like to craft, okay, let's show you how to how to build an online business on teaching kids or people how to craft. Let's do an mm-hmm. online craft night. Like, there's so many different ways that we can go out and create money. And especially now with the internet, Mm-hmm. There's so many ways to bring in money. It's it's insane. You can't focus on those things when you're trying to numb your emotions, when you're afraid of your emotions, and when you're afraid of your circumstance. Exactly. Because those things aren't producing or helping you at least focus on what you can do to make it successful. You're just focusing on that emotion and, you know, you brought up panic. And I think when we're in panic mode, what do we do? Like you mentioned, not, we don't go start working on a new business when we're panicking. 
we don't, you know, figure out, okay, what ways could I bring in more income? We're probably in a corner rocking ourselves, you know, because we're just feeling this intense emotion. And so instead of just kind of stopping and saying, okay, well, we're feeling this, what does this mean? What could this be telling me to help me then move forward instead of just staying stuck in that emotion and then not doing anything to help us get to where we want to be? Yeah, totally. You know, there's something that I teach and it's called the five-step thought process. And if you remember CTFAR, you can remember like the process. And it's, like I said, your circumstance, your thoughts about the circumstance, your feelings about the circumstance, the actions you take, and then you get your results. Mm -hmm. And so if you can remember CTFAR, circumstance, thoughts, feelings, actions, results, that's what that is. But a lot of people don't understand like how to separate that out. Yes. They just look at it all as one, and it's no wonder why we get overwhelmed with money. I, I think this is really interesting. I'm going back into my like teaching experience here as, as a math online math teacher, right? And I would even bet, because I've seen kids literally panic around <laughs> math, and the thing that's really interesting about math is it's predictable. Money is predictable right? These are both predictable things. And yet these are the things we panic crazily. Mm -hmm. But it's because we're not actually sitting down, pulling ourselves out of the situation for just a moment. We're holding our nose to a grindstone in a sense, and it's not helping. And like that is that is a major piece here. If we can pull it back for just a minute and we can separate things out and say, okay, well, what is the actual circumstance? This is the thing that we can prove in a court of law. So, okay, I've got $15,000 worth of debt. I make $500 a month. This is scary. Well, that doesn't go in the circumstance, right? That goes in the feeling. That does look scary. Like, don't get me wrong. That's okay to say that, but that is not your circumstance. These bills are due by this date. Okay, that's another circumstance. What are your thoughts about that? Mm -hmm. And what do those thoughts bring up emotionally? Yes. And what do you want to do about those things? Because when you're in panic, you're not thinking about the do. You're running around in circles over and over and over and over again. And the only thing I can think of that will help generate money there is when you get into that those like weight loss pots. Because if you're running around in circles, you're definitely going to lose a little bit of weight, right? <laughs> I don't know. There's but... stress there, so I'm not sure. <laughs> Cortisol levels, maybe not. But anyway, I'm just saying, yeah. this is the point. You cannot create anything if you are in a jammed up mindset, Yeah. right? It doesn't work. Creation happens when you're breathing, when you check in and figure out what it is you're proud of yourself for. And when you say to yourself, and I love, my coach actually taught me this. When you say to yourself, you know what? I can sit here and worry about this or I can just do what I said I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And from there, you f- start figuring out like the people that could use what it is you have to offer. So I did uh, doTERRA for a business for a long time too. And one of the ways that, one of the reasons why that became as successful as it was, was because I would look for people that were posting on, you know, Facebook and Instagram and all these other places that were struggling with certain ailments, Mm -hmm. certain emotions and different things like that, that I knew I could help them with, with these oils. 
Yeah. Right. And I started building relationships through that. And now that I'm coaching trauma and I'm helping men and women heal addiction, money story, like all of these different things that create trauma, I'm watching for people that can use that now. And I simply just reach out for a conversation and see if I can help them with one conversation. Exactly. Exactly. And often that turns to paying clients. That's so interesting because so many of us go, okay, well, I got to bring in more income. I got to have more money, but they don't focus on what they can create. And the other thing that you mentioned earlier that I think is really powerful too, that we don't always consider is those relationships and how relationships help you then create and help you bring more abundance in just like the couple that you mentioned that you've been working with that you weren't necessarily coaching on money, but through healing their trauma and their relationship, it's able to open up that space for creativity and then allowing them to bring in more abundance with their money. So I'm curious, especially as you are helping with relationships and whether it's a relationship with the individual or a relationship with somebody else, how have you seen or what can people do to build those relationships with themselves and others then to help open that that space for more money abundance? Well, again, that comes down to fear, right? Mm. How often are we like, you know what, I would love to ask for this one thing from this person, but I'm terrified to do it, mm. right? And so we get so scared of having difficult conversations. Mm. But asking for what it is you want is actually a money principle. Mm-hmm. We take a look at figuring out like what it is we can actually serve people with. What are we really good at? And we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. And then we start the creation process of, okay, well, how am I going to serve these people? Like get detailed with the house. And those are great, but nothing happens until you ask for the conversation, ask for the sale ask for what it is you want and be okay also with a no if that doesn't align if that other person is not not ready to move forward cool that's fine that's fine it really is but when we get attached to those no and we try to like chase people and trying to get them to to do what we want to do and and then it kind of becomes that that sleazy car salesman feeling that Mm. we all want to avoid if you can trust yourself to be okay with a no, then you start running a much more authentic business. You start creating authenticity. And it's that authenticity that people trust. Mm-hmm. When we're not attached to a yes or a no, even though we've got this big bill that's coming up, it's okay. Once we yeah. can get into that okayness, like, hey, I'm okay. I'm still alive. I've got this. I can figure this out. Mm -hmm. right and we start looking into like what are the numbers so say that you want to offer a program for like fifteen hundred dollars right how many clients are you going to need in order to create fifteen thousand and i always say plus maybe five thousand so twenty thousand dollars and the reason why you want to do that is because in order to meet that bill you also have to meet your needs yes (laughs) right So some of that paycheck is also going to have to go to kids' birthday parties, diapers, things like that. And then you can also put a large chunk of it towards this looming debt. Mm -hmm. But you don't think about these things. You're stuck in fear. Like, I don't dare ask for this. I had a a client who 
was really having some major struggles with their father. And, you know, as I looked into the story a bit more, I could see why the client felt the way they did. Mm -hmm. They would ask their dad to come and do things with them, like build things, because their dad was a builder. Just because they wanted to spend some more time with their dad, it wasn't because this client couldn't figure it out. Uh It was because they wanted that time. And dad kept rejecting it over Mm -hmm. and over and over and over again. From that rejection, that they gained this fear of rejection, and so they could not ask for what it was they wanted. They couldn't go to their dad and be like, hey, I'm sorry, but this is what I am wanting. I would love to have some time with you. I'd love to have a relationship with you where we can both be authentic. I would love, I would love, I would love. Because they were so free, uh, like, like fear-anchored by this fear of rejection. Mm. His wife was often at the brink of, like, I am ready to leave. And he would go into this, I'm the worst person ever, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. every single time that the wife was like, I'm done. I am ready to go. I'm ready to leave. I'm taking the kids. Bye. And from that, he also gained this massive porn addiction because here is something we'll never reject him. Mm. But this poor man was also really, really terrified around money because money consistently rejected him. And you see the pattern. This fear of rejection, this fear of something. So we started working on that fear of rejection. And I started coaching him through like how to talk to his dad with respect, realizing that he himself deserved respect, dad deserved respect, and not having that conversation actually wasn't respectful to either one of them. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we yes. started actually working through this mindset. He went to dad, had this conversation started having a much stronger, much better relationship with his dad. The relationship with the wife changed, and he went off to create a six-figure business after this. Amazing. Right? Yes. Because he's got over that fear of rejection. And so, you know, if you look at your money story, and, and you've got all this fear that's around it, right? If you pull those layers back, you'll see some sort of a relationship issue that you have, whether it be fear of rejection, fear of accountability, there's that one, fear of never being seen, never being loved, you know, and these are all kinds of that rejection kind of energy, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. But when you heal these things and you get your own back, you love yourself no matter whether you're fat, you're thin, you've got pimples, clear skin, you're old, young, it doesn't matter because you love yourself. And one of the things I love to ask my clients is, okay, if you moved up into the mountain by yourself and there was nobody out there but yourself, would you love the person you were with? Mm. Or would it drive you crazy? Because if you can't live with yourself, because you don't have XYZ results, that's a problem, yes. right? And I'm sure that's a fascinating conversation to have because, I mean, first of all, I don't think a lot of us consider that. <laughs> you know, if we're off on our own, would we love the person that we are? Would we want to be our best friend? Would we want to hang out with ourselves? And I think that's really powerfully a real powerful concept to look at because then it's going to maybe enlighten us to say, okay, how's our relationship with ourselves? 
then we can start to branch out. Okay, we need to fix that. And then we can work on the relationships we have with others and then relationships with even more broad perspective of that, our relationship with money. And then it can kind of just trickle out. Would you say that the the core foundation of that is the relationship you have with you? Oh, yes. And you know, just take it one step up. Okay. I, I'm a deep believer in God, right? Um, and for those of you that aren't a believer in God, um, then I invite you to consider what your highest form of love is. And if you say your family, I'm going to ask you to think a little higher because your family's awesome. Don't get me wrong, but families are with lots and lots and lots of flaws. And because of those flaws, they often sometimes put false beliefs in our and in our minds. So I want you to think of like perfect love. This is part of the reason why I'm a deep believer in God. When I started my healing journey, I actually had a, a vision given to me. And I mention this because it does have a lot to do with what we're talking about, liking yourself and how that transmutes into a positive money story, right? But I remember feeling so, so incredibly broken, so unlovable, like so rejectable mm-hmm. and like just something was wrong with me. And again, seeing really red numbers in my bank account, <laughs> okay? Well, uh, when I decided to let go of my will and give the will over to God, because I wasn't doing great with it at all. (laughs) Like I said, he gave me this vision where I was in this beautiful garden and there were trellises, arbors, colors that were incredibly vibrant, colors that we don't see here. And I was walking on this golden path and I came to this clearing with a four-tiered garden fountain. And I heard this voice say, do you know what it is you're looking at? And I said, it's a garden fountain. It's beautiful. And the voice said, do you understand the meaning of this? And I said, no. And so the voice began to teach me that these are our relational tears. So T-I-E-R-S. That's what I mean by that. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the top tier is your relationship with God or your highest form of love. Once you put living water into that top tier, it flows into the second tier, which is your relationship with yourself. Mm. Which flows into your relationship with others, and which flows into your relationship with abundance or money. And that tier pumps water back up into the top tier through gratitude. Mm. Right? Beautiful. Yes. It's it's really fascinating. And so if we're looking at that abundance tier and we're seeing like sand and crickets and rocks and like there's no water in it. Maybe a drop, right? Maybe one of those rocks is getting wet once in a while. If you look back up that tier, how do you feel about your relationships? Is that tier fairly empty? If you look back up from that one, how's that tier with your relationship with yourself? Is that one empty? And what about that top tier, right? How do you feel about that one? Because once we start gaining a relationship with God or our highest form of love, and we start to focus on perfect love for ourselves. Love is not conditional. No form of love is conditional. If you believe in conditional love, then you believe in manipulation. That is exactly what that is. But true love is not conditional. And once you start understanding that one concept, you start realizing that that water from that top tier can flow into the relationship with you ha- that you have with yourself. Can you still love yourself with a million dollars worth of debt? It might be tricky. I'm not going to say that. It wouldn't be. 
But what if you still could? What if tomorrow you accidentally blew up your house? Like, I don't know, right? Can you still love yourself? Right. And I'm going like really worst case scenario for a reason here, because oftentimes people find it hard to love themselves simply because they burnt toast, right? Even the small things. Yes. Yes. Those people, I guarantee do not have a good money story. Even if that money tier looks fine, it's definitely not what they can create. I know that for a fact. But the other thing too, is you cannot create when you don't see yourself clearly. And so that highest form of love gives you that ability to see yourself clearly because it already does. And so once you start gaining that relationship and that clarity and that vision of yourself, and you start to say, holy cow, I am awesome. Dang, I did not even see this. That's true humility. I guarantee that's going to be the most humbling moment of your life when you realize how incredibly beautiful you truly are. And once you see that in yourself, you start to see that in other people. Yes. And you start to build this bridge. Like, hey, guess what? I think I'm amazing. You want to think you're amazing too? Come on, hop on this bridge with me, right? (laughs) Yes. And I'll show you all the ways you're amazing. And then those people are so grateful for what you've given. They want to pay you. I can't tell you how often, and I charge, you know, in the thousands of dollars for my programs. And I can't tell you how often people tell me I charge not enough Mm -hmm. for what I do simply because I give them a $3,500 package and they walk out with a $15,000 result. Mm -hmm. I hear that all the time, but it's because I had to stop and foremost see myself. And that is something you never can unsee again. It's not something you ever want to unsee. And you never doubt it after you get that confirmation of how truly amazing you are. So if you really, really want to create some awesome, awesome cash flow happening in your life, it starts first and foremost with believing that you yourself deserve perfect love. And that is something you're capable of. When you give yourself forgiveness, it's not for the keeping, it's not for the justice, it's for the giving. That's why we call it forgiveness, right? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you mess up, you don't get that laundry done, your house looks like a complete disaster. Cool. We need to learn some organizational skills. Forgive yourself. You just screamed your guts out at your kids. They're now crying. You're feeling like a horrible human. Cool. Guess what? We need to learn some emotional management. Forgive yourself. You just went and looked at that porn. Forgive yourself. Because the more shame we throw on ourselves the more we perpetuate these same cycles of feeling of that fear feeling unworthy feeling like we will never create what it is we want to create and that includes money yes so once we forgive ourselves we're like you know what hold on a second yeah me screaming at my kids that was out of alignment with myself i am so sorry erin for being out of alignment what i'm going to do right now I'm going to go give my kids a hug and I'm going to take ownership for my behavior. Hey, kiddos, I am so sorry. That was not okay. You deserve much more respect than that. Let me hug you. Let me love you. Please forgive me. Let's read a book. 
please stop drawing on the walls. <laughs> I can tell you're going to be a great Picasso someday, but just not on mom's walls. Let's put it on canvas, right? Right. <laughs> Let's clean that off. Let's read a book. Because one thing we can be sure of at some point in your life, yes, you may have experienced trauma, but you've also experienced love. Yes. Even if the trauma is bigger than the experience with love, you've still experienced it somewhere, so you know it exists. And so if you can start living in love, he follows that because one of the things that everybody on this earth is searching for is more love. Yes, that peace and that love. And I, I just think that's beautiful. I don't think, especially when it comes to money, we consider that. We don't consider that relationship with God, the relationship with ourselves, the relationship with others then can bring that money abundance we're looking for. So focusing on those things are going to be the foundational pieces, along with examining what we think and feel about our circumstances that really will lead to what we want to create, which is beautiful. And Erin, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on today and sharing of your wisdom and of your light. I know that that's going to be so beneficial for so many and those that are listening live or that are going to come later and watch and listen, where can they find you if they want to learn more about you and work with you? Sure. Yeah. So number one, you can always find me at Erin Anderson, uh, the Betrayal Trauma Coaching. Oh my gosh. On Facebook. Yeah try to spit that one out and <laughs> you can also uh, find me at my website Aaron Anderson the trauma coach.com be patient with me on the website it's still not complete <laughs> but you can still book you can still book sessions with me I give free sessions to people um, who just would love a little bit of help getting a couple of their spots figured out so come hang out with me come book a call with me and I'd be happy to chat Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Erin. It was amazing. And we'll definitely have to have you back. I would love to be back. Yeah. Let me know anytime. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Erin. Okay. Thanks, Amber. You are already working hard for your money. Imagine your money working hard for you. Imagine taking control over where your money goes instead of wondering where it went at the end of every month. Imagine the freedom you will have from not worrying constantly about your finances. Imagine enjoying the decisions you make with your money. I know this is possible for you. Head on over to amberpetersoncoachingfinance.now.site where we can work together to make it happen. And if you're finding this podcast to be helpful, please subscribe. That way you will never miss an episode to help you create confidence with your money. Have a beautiful week.